Okay. Good morning. We are starting Shin Nun Hei Seif Bet. Beta Kisi Shal Pene Hamayim, a bathroom which is above the water. So we have to be very thankful that we have running water and bathrooms and plumbing in our homes. In those days when they needed to go to the bathroom, either they would go outside, you know, far outside, or they would go on their balcony. They would just go on their balcony and do what they need to do and let it drop off their balcony. So how can they do that on Shabbos if their balcony is considered a reshut tayachid and it's going to drop outside into, so we'll see which case we're talking about. If it's above water, we're talking about a Carmelite. So if it's a reshut sarabim, it's a real problem. It's generally going to be asur. If it's Carmelite, Chazal made a kula for us so that we can do that. So, mutar al yedei mechitza teluya ubevad shetehei asuya lahatir. Aval haasuya litzniyut beita kisei bilvad lo mehane. So, in order to for it to be mutar, it has to be where it's being dropped over a wall space, um, four walls, an area that's surrounded by four walls, and then therefore we say, even though. It's going from your Rashid Yahid on the balcony, and it's going, let's say, through a hole in the floor of the balcony. Let's say you have a hole in the floor of your balcony, and that's where it goes down. So since you have walls around that floor, if it's four by four, or around the entire balcony, so we say, so above the balcony, if you have, you have four walls, that would be a Rashid Yahid. And theoretically, we could say that the walls above the balcony continue downward. We did say that the previous day with a bucket of water. But here by Abit Kisei, it needs to, the walls that need to be put up need to be obvious that it's done for the purpose of, of a mechitza for Shabbos. To make it mutter into a, you're turning it into a Rosh What's a little more chamor by a bathroom than the case in Seif Aleph is that here, Often the walls that are done above the balcony for a bathroom is done for tzniyut. So you can do what you need to do in privacy. Nobody can see you. Yeah, it falls down, but otherwise no one sees you and you have tzniyut that way. So since it's not obvious that you're doing it for the purposes of Shabbos to turn it into a Rishos Hayachid for the purposes of uh, letting it go from Rishos Hayachid. So if it drops down, we say the walls continue downward and it's as if it falls all the way down and through a Rishos Hayachid. If it's walls that are above the balcony, it's done for tzniyut, and that's not good enough. It has to be with walls that are under, that are created. Again, I sent out a picture from Mosvahada, I believe. It has to be done where you would have a balcony with, instead of the walls being above the balcony, the walls would be below the balcony. And that's what you call a mechitza teluya. Um, perhaps if you had a mechitza above the balcony, so we said the Ferish in the Shulchan Arach, it's not good enough. Perhaps if you add a second layer, a second wall, and it's obvious that it's done for the purposes of Shabbos, perhaps that's mutter. Anyways, these cases are not really so relevant, but um, just throwing that out there. But anyways, if you have the the way it was established is you put the walls underneath the balcony, and then since it's so you would Lamaisa, you would have walls above the balcony for tzniyut, and you'd have a wall below the balcony for the purposes of allowing what you need to come out to go from Rashut Hayachid in order for it to land into the Carmelite, you, you have this Mechitza Tuluya. And this is only allowed over here over water. 
So let's keep reading. So here's another way that it's mutter. Is you can even have it go over the balcony if you have, let's say, a little protrusion that, and it's, you have a little protrusion, a little duff, that's within three tfachim from the edge of the balcony. Let's say you have the balcony and you have a, um, let's say an, an opening, I guess, where you let it drop out, or you can, after it falls, you can push it there. If whatever comes out for using the bathroom, if it basically, if it goes from your issue to Yachid, and then it lands on, well, it could land onto the floor also of the balcony, but you don't really want to make your balcony dirty, but if it lands on the floor of your balcony, or even a small protrusion, which is the more practical way to do it, is you have a little protrusion. It could be on the level of your balcony or below your balcony a little bit, as long as it's not within 10 tfachim of the floor, of the water, Basically, if you have your that or whatever it is, land on this little protrusion, so since it's within three tfachim of your balcony, it still has a din of Rosh Hashayachid. And then what happens? It, it rolls off or falls off your, the Rosh Hashayachid into the Carmelite. So the din is Kocho the Carmelite the Shari. Anytime... Even though it's a psikresha, you're doing it on purpose, it doesn't matter. Anytime you pour or drop something down, and you know it's immediately going to bounce off and fall off into a carmelite, that's mutter. That we learned as if you want to throw something over overboard a ship and have it land inside the water. So that's so that's the din. You're allowed to have it <coughs> either go through mechitos, so it stays in rosh hashayachid, or it falls off rosh hashayachid, and that's fine too. And then you just need it to not to land straight into the water. It has to bounce off of something. So that it's kocho bekarmelis is mutter. Also, if you have any tzoa, it falls off the floor or the walls, the top of the walls, whatever it is, and then it rolls right into the karmelit, that's mutter. Because it's kocho bekarmelit is 100% mutter lechatchila. V'im... In Shindun Zayin, we're going to discuss Koho by a Rishus Harabim. Okay, if that's Deraisa Darabana. Ve'im Nishbar Hadaf B'Shabas Mutter. Now, let's say you have this little protrusion. This was your toilet. This was your bathroom in those days. You always made it bounce off this little protrusion and less than three tfachim away, so it still has a dinner of Rishus Hayachid. It lands on it, and then it bounces off. What happens if that broke? What are you supposed to do? We allow you to go straight. You don't have to have it go onto the floor. You can have it go straight. If you had it there before Shabbos and it broke off on Shabbos, we allow you to just let it drop straight from the airspace next to the balcony, straight into the water, the Carmelis. Because Gadol Kavod Habrios. Because Carmelis is the Rabbanon, and therefore we allow it. Okay. Gimel. Similar case, but now it's going on the ground. And so they used to have these little ditches around. And in order for that, to, that was the purpose of it. You can, I guess if you lived off the wall and you just made it go straight in there, outside the city, it was convenient. You didn't have to leave your city to go do what you need to do. So then, 
if it's in an area that's bigger, we're going to get to that soon. In Shinun Chet, if it's a big enough area and it has a din of a Carmelite, if it's Yotir Mibetz that time, Shehu Carmelite, Eno Mutar Ayadei Mechitza Tuluya, this Mechitza Tuluya, this hanging wall, this wall below the balcony does not allow you. Chazal only allowed it by water, a Mechitza Tuluya. Normally it's not allowed. It has to be a proper wall. Aval, uh, above ground, aval ayedei daf shari, but it's still mutter through a daf because the daf, yeah, this little protrusion, it sticks out. If the koho shari bechol carmelite, you're allowed in koho if it just bounces off. That's mutter for every carmelite. It doesn't matter what kind. It doesn't matter if it's water or or whatever it is. Why is the kula daf by water? Is it a real one? Um, I don't know. They made the daf kula by water. Make it easier for you. I don't know. I guess one was more of a tzarech than the other. V'yesh omrim. The e this is Aga. The im beit hakisei l'malam miasara shirinan becholinyan. And then he says, wait, if the beit hakisei is above ten, some say it's a hundred percent mutter. The hamotzi mershisei yachid lekarmeli derech mekom petur. The yesh cholkim. So some hold that if it's go that if it's through a carmelit and it goes through a makom petur, you're allowed to. Because if it's above ten, first it goes through the airspace of a makom petur. So the whole scenario is only if it's below ten tvachim from the water or from the ground. That's the that's the first opinion. The yeshcholkim, however, some argue and says no. Even through a makom petur, you're not allowed to. Okay. Yeshomrim. And some say, if actually, by the way, if there was a tsoa there, then that has the din of a makom patur, and if you're just adding to what was there, then it's mutter. Because the tsoa is it, by definition itself, is a makom patur, because people are not going to step over it. Now, the Mishnah Bura points out, we already learned that it is still called Rishasarabim. If it's less than three tefachim from the floor, so the Mishnah Bur explains, by a bathroom is different. As everyone knows, nobody wants, well, I don't know how far you want to take it, but nobody wants to walk underneath a bathroom. And therefore, it's, it's, if it's, um, if it's a, if it's a place, miyuchad for tzoa, so then, in a, even though if it's in Rosh Hashanah, then it's called a makom petur. Okay. Right, the Yishcholkim was from the in makom petur bekarmelit, and so the Rama says, but you can't have a makom petur and a carmelite. That's how he holds a chachila. By a, um, so therefore, the tsoa would be a problem. Okay, just uh, let's go on. The ein makom petur b'shoseyachid lekuli alma, and you can't have, and you don't have to worry about a makom petur and a shoseyachid. Based on kisei omed ben shnei batim asrli panotsham im lo ervil yachad v'lo eselot tikun mivod yom. The az shari duahave elakomochatzer sheino merarevet, and he points out it's a problem if you have two homes near each other, and right in between them you have a little bathroom, and that they're sharing the bathroom to have it to go in there without making an eruv, that would be a problem. And this is all lechatchilah. But if two people are sharing a bathroom at the end of the day. They're allowed to let it be, and there's walls around it. You're allowed to let it go in there, even if you didn't make an eruv by mistake. You didn't make the eruv before Shabbos, to, to, um, because gadol kavod abrios, and we're talking about um, eruvin, which is darabana. 
Well, the case is if you have, uh, we can discuss. Daf broke as even if it's a yachid. No, so then uh, you have to fix it. Otherwise, I don't think it's allowed. I mean, I don't know if it's ten minutes before Shabbos, then you don't have enough time to fix it, then it's okay, probably. So normally the way to do it over a boat is you just let it go over this protrusion and since it's um, it's not above 10, it doesn't, even if it's 4, then it's not a din of a Carmelis. Because you couldn't do it straight from Rishos Hayachid straight into a straight into a Carmelis. But so it depends. You just use a protrusion that's that's um, that would be less than four by four, or if it is four by four, then you want it to be less than ten from the water. Just so that you don't want to do it you don't want to be doing a straight from Rishos Hayachid into a, a Carmelis directly. You want it to be going into um, I'm not going to tour. Fine. Dalit. Maim she'ein amukim asara tfachim enlehem din mayim lahat yelishpach mehem and mechitza teluya. The only time Chazal said you're allowed to use a mechitza teluya is if it's, if it's above, if the water is at least ten tfachim deep. If it's not, then it doesn't, then it's almost like the water is not there and it's basically, we look at it as it's on the ground. And we learned in Gimel, Mechitza Tuya doesn't work if it's above ground. I think it wasn't as necessary. But by water, there are extra mako. So that's only if it's a depth of 10. This is only if the water, certainly, if there's no water left, because then it's over the water, for sure that'd be a problem. Okay. Even if it used to be ten, but it's no longer, then it's no longer. It's not allowed. Okay. Alright. Hey. That's good. Hayushte Gazusteratzo Lamala Mizo. Now, let's say you had a case of which we touched upon this previously, one balcony above another balcony. So either they're directly above each other or they're, they're um, a little bit apart from each other. They're not 100% in line, in sync. It could be staggered type or it could be not even one completely underneath the other one but it has to be within four tfachim. Otherwise, it'd be a complete separation. Okay, let's see what we're talking about. So if... It doesn't matter how far apart they are vertically. It could be less than 10 tfachim apart, or it could be more than 10 amos apart. That's not relevant. The issue is that they need to be one on top of another. So then, because then they can... Um, they can easily reach each other. As long as it's within four tfachim from each other, they can easily um, use each other's domain if they want to, each other's balcony. We're talking about two neighbors here, one on top of the other. So, So the deal is, 
Now, normally, if you were, we're going to see at the last line, if it's two separate balconies, and each one has its own wall, and each one has its own reshut, each one's allowed to carry from inside his apartment to his own balcony. No problem. Here, what's the case? One of them doesn't have walls around its balcony. We said it's two balconies, one on top of another. But let's say the bottom one doesn't have walls. And the top one does. And the t- bottom one paid money for the top walls to be built around his upper balcony. Again, I don't think that this is really relevant nowadays. So here, well, it can be, but very unlikely. So here, the bottom one chipped in for the upper walls, for the upper balcony to put up its walls. In order, why? Because he basically now owns the rights. He owns half the wall and he owns rights to use that balcony. So it becomes a shared domain that they each paid for and that they both are using on Shabbos. So since they're both sharing the upper balcony, and that's the case where they have to make an Eruv, Chatzeros, otherwise they answer each other. And, um, and therefore, you can't even carry from your inside your apartment onto your own balcony because of the guy below you because you're, that's a Chatzer Shemeuravit, basically. And Koshikain, if the bottom one makes the wall, they share, and the top one doesn't. Because now they're both going to be using the bottom one. The Koshikain for the bottom one is because it's always easier for the guy on top to use the one on the bottom. Right? Okay? If each one made its own balcony, and with its own walls. Or, so then, they don't answer one to another. There's no, there's no relationship from one to another. Even if one paid for his own walls and the other one didn't chip in, same thing. They can't, doesn't affect each other. And even if each one, uh, they chip in for each other, let's say they get the same kablan and they're paying all together to do the same, the same contractor to build both walls together, they chip in. It's the, the, the halacha looks at it as each one really, they chipped in together to get the job done, but it's not, we don't say that each one owns each other unless it's like specified in a contract or specified at least. But if it's, um, we assume the halacha looks at it as each one, even though they both paid together, each one basically paid for his own or each one removes himself from ownership of the other one and each one retains full ownership of theirs and therefore, there's no problem whatsoever. Okay, let's go to Shin Nun Vav. Din Amat Hamayim Haoveret Bechatzer. Now, this is Seif Aleph. Amat Hamayim Haoveret Bechatzer. So in this case, you have water going through your Chatzer. You have a canal of water goes inside one side and out the other. It's going all the way through. So we're, we're going to be more machmer here in this case than in Seif Bet, because the water is running all the way through. Okay. So either the whole water, or at least the water that's inside the Chatzer, uh, we'll see. But basically, this is a canal of water that's four wide and ten deep. Okay, if it's less than that, it's, if it's going to be less than three, it's not a problem. But here you have, <clears throat> if it's four deep and three wide, it has a, di- a four wide, and it has to at least be inside your chatzer, at least four wide and ten deep, because then it has a din of a carmelite. 
Now normally, let's say you make just a pool, a big ba- a pool, a bathtub, a jacuzzi, whatever, a big hole in the ground. If it's inside your reshut hayachid, anything, it's, it doesn't matter how big it is, it doesn't matter if there's water in there, it's your chatzir, you're using it. Oh, it's your chatzir, it's within a reshut hayachid. The halacha is, the whole, anything inside has a din of reshut hayachid. It's not going to become a carmelite, unless we'll discuss later by a carpeft or a banan. But really, anything inside has a din of a Rishus Hayachid. That's the Ikar Halacha. However, since it's connected through a canal, we're going to see three or four wide, since it's connected through a canal from outside your chatzah, if it would just be a pool inside your chatzah, there'd be no issue. But the thing is, it has a stream or a canal of water channel water from one side to the other going through the wall through both sides of the chatzar. So it's basically traversing, going all across straight through your uh, your chatzar. Through one wall on one side and through the other wall on the other side. I sent out a picture. So in that case we, Chazal say, well now that inside your chatzar it's at least four by four with a ten depth. So therefore it has a din of a Carmelite because it's connected to the walls on the outside. Uh, it's connected to the river on the outside of Yerushah So there's a way to fix it. You have to make more than just a regular wall. If it goes underneath a wall, it's not good enough. Even though there's a wall over this canal, it's not good enough. So we say, You're not allowed to pull water out from it, even inside to your own Chatzar. You have to end up with at least a wall of 10 tefachim high on both sides that enters the water. And you have to have at least a tefach that enters into the water. Or let's say you already have a wall and the water goes underneath it. Just add a board of water that, that's within lavud, 10 tefachim of your wall. And it has to be below the wall. And, but uh, you need to see ten, a, a tapach below and a tapach, a tapach above the water. And if it's completely below the water, also not quite good enough, even if you put a board that's ten high, you still need to have a tapach. It has to be a, a wall that's ten, and it has to go below the water at least a tefach, and stick out above the water, at least a tefach. You can also combine using the water, the wall that was already originally there. It's above the ground, but it needs to be connected so that you have, um, okay, you still, but you need to, have, still has to be a, a tefach below and a tefach above the water so that it's obvious and you're seeing that you're making a, a, a distinction between the water outside the Rishos the outside the Chatzir, and inside the Chatzir. Now let's say it's a little bit big, so you put a board of water on one side of the channel of water and the other side of the of the water. And it doesn't go all the way across. That's okay if you just put on your side. You allowed to have the water going straight through and a little bit of a break. As long as it's within the two side panels of wood that you added are within three tfachim of each other. Because then you have the Amrinan Lavud. We say Lavud. 
Yesh b'neim shas tefachim asa. But if it's more than three tefachim, it's asa. Now, let's say you have a body of water that's more than four tefachim inside your chatzar, and it's connected through a little tiny canal, one tefach, two tefachim. It's just a little stream of water connects it from outside. That's not a problem. The only problem is, is if it's inside your chatzar, it has to be at least four by four with a height of ten. And if it's that's the size of the body of water. And if the water that's coming in or coming out has to be at least three tfachim wide. But if it's less than three tfachim, you don't have to do anything. It doesn't ruin anything for you. Um, you can also make a mechitza made of a bunch of poles that are not connecting as long as they're within three of each other because then you get a din of lavud as well. Okay, let's read Bet. Chatzar Shenifritza. Here you have a chatzar right next to a Rishus, um, next to a Carmelis. And the water protrudes inside the wall. So here it's only on one side. Ulashon Hayam Overet Alapirza. But you have the water that's coming in. You know, say part of, let's say your house is built next to the beach. And you make walls that go up to the beach. You have four walls. But the wall that's, that's by the ocean, you do need to have a fourth wall by the ocean. But let's say there's an opening on that fourth wall and water from the ocean comes in. If it, again, if the edge of the, if it would be like um, a moat and it'd be a depth of a, of a wall of water of 10, um, it'd be a problem to use the water we're going to see, but that would act as a, as a mechitza for your own chatzar to carry into. We'll see how that plays out. But anyways, here you have a piece of water, body of water that protrudes into your fourth wall, right? If your walls, if your house, you have a chatzar along the ocean or a lake. On one side. If you have this ocean water coming into your chatzar, you still have a fourth wall there on the sides, but it's a pirza in the middle of the fourth wall. If it's less than... Four, uh, sorry, if it's less than ten, here it's Amos. Even though it says Asara, it should be Aser. It's ten Amos. So then, you're allowed to take water from the ocean and bring it inside your house. It's not a problem. because the, the, We're talking about taking from the water that's inside your Chatzar, the water that comes inside your Chatzar. Okay? Nifrit But if your fourth wall is completely broken, in other words, you don't have a fourth wall at all, it's only three sides. That's a problem. It's, uh, okay, it's, 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 you don't have four walls. Or you have a pirza in the fourth wall, but it's more than ten amos without its surah tapetach to correct it. So, so what's the thing? If at the end of the day you don't have, you have an opening of zero wall of ten amos, you can't care, you then, your whole chatzer, is missing um, a proper four walls, and you can't even carry from Yon Chatzar to your house. But this middle ground is, let's say you do have Gedudim, you still have walls on the side, and the walls are ten Tfachim high, but the problem is, part of it is covered up by the water. So you don't see ten a, a wall on both sides of ten Tfachim high, it's covered up by the water, so, so then, 
you're allowed to carry from this Carmelis, this ocean, into your chatzer, aval esur lechnis on the bite, but you're not allowed to carry it into your house. Unless you see a mechitza of ten above the water. But if there's uh, no wall whatsoever, then you cannot carry even from the water into your own chatzer. Okay, well done.